0: Hello, folks, and welcome to the 11th episode of the Film Ruminations podcast. In this episode, we are going to be continuing in our series on the America Genre Film Archives collection, and we will be talking about the film Lady Street Fighter. Oh, you're this one, shorty. She Makes Bad Guys Bleed. Written and produced by exploitation demigod Renee Harmon from Frozen Scream and directed by the legendary James Bryan from Don't Go Into the Woods. This is the story of Linda, played by Harmon, a tough as nails karate cop on the trail of a ruthless scumbags who murdered her twin sister. From the outrageous fight scenes to Harmon's incredible outfits. Lady Street Fighter is a joyous blast of no-holds-barred chaos from one of the most important lady filmmakers in the genre history. Don't miss this special appearance by Trace Carradine, the most elusive Carradine brother of them all. This is uh, from 1977. It's 73 minutes. Uh, It's got the special features on here. This is a new 2K scan from the only surviving 35mm theatrical print. It has a commentary track by the director James Bryan and the AGFA team, it has a series of Street fighting trailers from the Aqua Vaults. it got some great liner notes on here from Annie Choi of the uh, Bleeding Skull. And it has a bonus movie, the unreleased sequel to Lady Street Fighter, Revenge of Lady Street Fighter, from a 2K scan of the original 35mm camera negative. This was one of the films I initially kind of hoped I would not have to talk about, because the first time I watched it, it, well... It's not very good. I mean, I know I say that a lot, that these movies aren't very good, and then I come back at you and I say, well, but you got to watch them. This movie, uh, Renee Harmon's performance is, is bad. Um, it, it's her accent. I don't know if it's her actual voice. I'm not familiar with her, even though she is an uh, uh, exploitation demigod. She's got a very thick European accent, and it's, the action in the movie is fine. It's actually the action in the movie is good. It's just the, the, the overall package of the movie uh, leaves some to be desired. And, and picking up on the, the bonus movie, uh, Revenge of Lady Street Fighter, it's got footage, some new footage, but it kind of just cuts in many very long scenes from the original. One of the things that really stuck out in my mind the first time I watched it is that one of the main characters, uh, portrayed by Jody McRae, who is a, uh, a cop, kind of feels like he's on the take. Uh, he looks eerily like my father did in the late 70s. Well, in pictures in the late 70s. So it's a little strange to see him in uh, some of these scenes. They're not bad. They're not inappropriate. They're not good. Again, uh, of all of the releases that are on this label, this is probably the, the one that I would most uh, voraciously caution any viewers. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's a tremendous scan. It looks incredible, but it's just over the edge, just slightly over the edge of, of you might want to pass on this one. And that's why I, I kind of didn't want to uh, talk about it, because I generally don't like to be negative. I like to find something in a movie that can pull it right back from the edge of, of too much. But sometimes I just, I just can't seem to find it. The, I'm not going to argue that the movie is a part of a, a, a larger uh, scheme. It's a representation of a, of a, of a larger uh, genre with the uh, female-written, and in some cases directed, exploitation films. And, and I'm not going to even suggest that this film doesn't play an important part to our modern history. It's just, again, it leaves... Uh, it just leaves a little too much to be desired. So, again, this is Lady Street Fighter... Whereas in many other cases, I might say he could do worse. I don't know if I can fairly say that about this one. That said, we're still going to pair it. And there were three movies that I considered for the pairing for this one. The, the first was Wonder Woman, just maybe because it was sitting sitting on uh, my table when I was getting ready to record this originally. It has an incredible cast of incredible women who are fighting nonstop and it's gotten a lot of incredible performances, but they don't need my help on sales. Which, of course, made me think of the very new release of Captain Marvel, which has a a, a male and a female director with an incredible female character who obliterates whatever is is getting in her way. Uh, Again, the numbers show they absolutely don't need my help. So I didn't think that that would be the right answer it doesn't really fit the mold of what i've been talking about here and you can go on filmriminations.com and there is a full review of my theatrical experience for captain marvel uh again you should see the movie however what i did choose is a a release a very new release uh, from our friends over at arrow it is a collection of the four sister street fighter films (laughs) ドラゴンが<音> After the massive success of the Street Fighter, Toei Company decided to build a large karate series around a female lead and cast a young actress who appeared in a cameo role alongside her mentor, Sonny Chiba. Still a teenager at the time, Atsuko Shiomi, exploded on screen in her first leading role and created a new character type, the tough fighter who was fierce, fearless, good-hearted, and decidedly non-sexual. a Departure from Tohei's uh, typical formula. In 1974, Sister Street Fighter, Shihomi is half Chinese, half Japanese, Kairo Lee, who travels to Yokohama to investigate the disappearance of her brother, an undercover cop. Lee discovers a smuggling ring run by a drug lord with his own personal army of deadly fighters, and must penetrate his evil lair with help of a fellow karate master, played by Chiba, uh, Shihomi and director Kazuhiko Yamaguchi, from Wolf Guy made two additional films based on the same character over the next year sister street fighter hanging by a thread and return of sister street fighter with a final unrelated follow-up sister street fighter fifth level fist helmed by the original street fighter director shigehiro ozawa appearing in 1976. i think that this film or at least the the film series uh, offers an interesting flip side to the Lady Street Fighter movie, it it's still it's, it's still in the the Sister Street Fighter versus Lady Street Fighter, like that that action uh, tough girl genre. But like it it said, it's it's not sexualized at all. It's just an action movie uh, with some some tremendous action scenes. It makes you truly respect the level of professionalism that you have in acting, uh, especially if you watch it directly after Lady Street Fighter. It's, it's a, a 100% elevation in performance between the two films. And I'm so grateful that folks like Arrow put out collections like this just to make the movies available. Just similar to how I feel about uh, the American Genre Film Archive. They, they make these films available. Sister Street Fighter and a lot of the Arrow releases are more readily available, uh, but they do a lot of great restoration work on them. So there it is, folks. I know this is a very short episode, and I'm very sorry. I just don't have a whole lot I want to say about Lady Street Fighter without getting too deep into the thick of negativity. And I want to avoid that. If you want to watch it, by all means, watch it. It's entertaining. I think that it might be fun. I don't really want to say that. It, it, but it could, it could be fun to watch it with a group of friends. It, it gets a little sleazy here and there. And so that could make it a little, uh, little too much, uh, depending on your crew. But I think it has its place, and if the folks at uh, the American Genre Film Archive felt that it had enough reason for release, I'm not going to take that away from them. But just, you know, in this case, be warned. Whereas in in releases in the past, I might have offered a little bit of a hesitative warning. Uh, This one I feel a little more firm on. So again, Lady Street Fighter paired up with one of the sister Street Fighter films, or just watch the sister Street Fighter films and uh, you're going to have a great time doing that. So that's all for this episode. The next episode is going to be another Warner Brothers Roundup. Um, I have a stack that I've just taken too long to watch, and I want to just want to knock out a bunch with you. And then coming up after that, we will get back into a little bit of Agfa. We have uh, Ninja Zombie, which, based on the name alone, I think you might know how I might feel about it. It's it's tying two great things together uh after that we have uh, take it out in flesh they've announced three additional releases so i'm really excited to see what the future holds so so again thank you very much i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen and i will be back with you soon thanks